This is Rush to Reason. You are going to shut your damn yapper and listen for a change because I got you pegged, sweetheart. You want to take the easy way out because you're scared. And you're scared because if you try and fail, there's only you to blame. Let me break this down for you. Life is scary. Get used to it. There are no magical fixes. With your host, John Rush. My advice to you is to do what your parents did. Get a job, sir. You haven't made everybody equal. You've made them the same, and there's a big difference. Let me tell you why you're here. You're here because you know something. What you know you can't explain, but you feel it. You felt it your entire life, that there's something wrong with the world. You don't know what it is, but it's there. It is this feeling that has brought you to me. Are you crazy? Am I? Or am I so sane that you just blew your mind? It's Rush to Reason with your host, John Rush. Presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back. Hour number three, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Time for our Monday Mortgage Minute. Kurt Rogers, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Kurt, how are you, sir? I am doing just fine. How are you, John? I'm doing well. Always great to hear from you. Scare tactics. Yeah, the media sort of uh, lives on that. But, you know, they talk about the home market's going to crash, values are dropping, less homes or, you know, homes are selling for less and less, which you and I have talked about many times. I don't, A, I don't see that. I don't see it coming, if anything. I was talking to somebody this morning about you and this, Kurt. I really feel like, you know, get through the first quarter of this next year. I do believe interest rates are going to be changing. That will drive the market. And that's my own personal opinion. What do you think? Well, I agree with you. Let me touch on the interest rates. I'm going okay. to actually be on the show tomorrow to kind of go over what's really going on with rates and where we are and how how they're moving. And I, it's along the lines of what you're talking about, John. But what the media does is they'll tell you that the average home price has has gone down and it's now 409000 What they tell you is all that means is that the majority of homes sold are sold for under $500,000. Right. That doesn't mean that the prices are going down. It's just that's the average sale of a home nowadays. Right. And you and I both know that the good homes go quick, but there's not that many good homes at the six and the 800 and the million dollars to make up for the difference. That's right. The second factor that comes into play that they don't tell you about, there's only 439,000 homes on the MLS in the country of that, there's only uh, seven, 76,000 of them are actually uh, thick-built. The rest of them are new-built. Okay. So when you look at only 76,000 and 57,000 homes a month get sold. So we don't even have a month and a half supply. Wow. So how in the world can prices go down when we don't have they're enough not. homes? They're not. They're not. I, again, I had that conversation with folks uh, over the weekend, even had, had a conversation along those lines on vacation, Kurt, the reality is they're they're not they're not crashing, not by any stretch of the imagination. No different than the used car market; it's not going to crash either. Uh, values will go up and down; they'll ebb and flow just like they normally should. Although I will tell you, and I want to get your opinion on this: the minute we see any kind of a substantial drop in rates, you know, half a point or so, I think you see that market open up again. And my point is, if you're trying to buy a home, you should do it now versus later, because I think it gets worse down the road. I, and I, again, I think you're right on track. The average appreciation for the month of October, homes have already gone up 4.7%. Do you think if we have less homes and rates go down, that that's 
not going to keep going up. Uh, the you, demand is going to is going to exceed the supply again, and yep. we got another problem. Because even if the person with the low rate loan, which you and I have talked about, decides they're going to go ahead and make that move and do something different. Yeah, their home will come on the market, but another one comes off because they're going to go buy one, right? It's it's not like we're gaining anything. No, it's a flip-flop. That's exactly right, and and it's been like that for about the last quarter. It's going to continue to be like that. Rates have come down. They've come down almost one percentage point in the last three weeks. Wow. My phone is ringing constantly every day. People saying, okay, I want to refinance. No, I want to go buy. Right. We're doing two-one buy-downs because of go. the rates. Everything is starting to, to hype up yep. instead of slow down. That doesn't bring home values down. Okay, so you talk tomorrow. Haystack Help Radio is what you take over from noon to one. So those of you that want to tune in, you're going to be talking about a lot more of this then? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go into it much more in detail as to when I think the rate's really going to move okay. and how it's going to stay steady. Awesome. All right, Kurt, I appreciate you very much. That's Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Kurt, I'll let you go. Have a great night. You bet. Bye. Appreciate it very much. And again, that is Kurt Rogers' Affordable Interest Mortgage. I apologize. Uh a little computer glitch here, but we'll get Kurt up and running again. Whatever you need from Kurt, give him a call, 720-895-0500. And, okay, I'll just keep chatting here. I'll, let me do this. I know Affordable Interest Mortgage is coming up next, and I can ad-lib a Kurt's uh, commercial. Let me just do that, Charlie. I'll take a minute and do this. So for those of you listening, yes, you just heard Kurt talk, and he can really help you when it comes to a mortgage, either a refi, whether you're a vet and it's a VA, whether uh, you're looking at a first-time home buyer and you're looking at all the different options there, he can do that for you also. Really, anything, and I say this, and I really do mean anything when it comes to a mortgage, including those of you that are thinking about getting in the market but have not been able to jump in, maybe because your credit isn't quite what it needs to be and you're looking for ways to work through even the credit end of things, Kirk can help you with all of that, by the way. It's really simple. Again, another phone call, 720 720- Eight nine five zero five hundred, and he can do all of that for you. Gino's is next, by the way. Gino's Auto Service, and I'll do this one as well. So, whenever you're looking to have your vehicle repaired, they're in the Littleton area, Bowles and Platte Canyon. And uh, I think Steve's going to, I need to look at the calendar, but I think Steve should be on with me for Drive Radio here in a week or so. But whatever you need when it comes to your vehicle, and these literally three weeks is all we've got between Christmas and New Year's. If you're thinking about traveling or doing anything over the holiday, over Christmas to New Year's, I'll tell you, a lot of auto shops either are on a skeleton crew or they're not there between Christmas and New Year's. So if you're looking to get something done prior to New Year's, or to Christmas, I should say, you need to get in and take that and get that vehicle taken care of now and don't delay. 303-794-6700 is the way to do that, and Geno's will help you with all of those things. 35 years, by the way, with the Better Business Bureau. They've got an A-plus rating, and they've always got some sort of a great special deal, whether it be suspension, brakes, tires, you name it. Alignment, by the way, they're a big alignment shop as far as that goes, and they would love to help you with whatever you've got going on with your vehicle, the repair of or the maintenance of Geno's Auto Service. Service.com. It's Geno's with the J, 303-794-6700. Group insurance analyst, by the way, also coming up. And I, this is something that, by the way, I am not an expert in, but I know that they are. 
and that is the whole Medicare advantage, the supplemental plans, what you need to do, how that works, when should you get that, what are the options for it, how does all of that insurance side of the fence work, and frankly, folks, again, that is an area that I know little to nothing about, but what I do know is group insurance analysts can help you with that. Now, one thing else I'll say about group insurance analysts, and a lot of you that are in the business end of things. You're looking at, hey, what do I do for my business? I need insurance. How is this going to work? Who do I call? What company do I use? And so on. Group insurance analysts can help you with all of that as well. You find them by going to e-gia.com. You can also call 303-423-0162. Now, on top of all of that, you may think, hey, I need to get my home Uh, insurance handled. And some of you may live in the mountains or in areas where it's harder and harder to find insurance. Group insurance analysts, they've actually got an individual there, David Anderson. You've heard me talk about him in the past on some of their commercials. That's what his uh, specialty is. So for some of you that are living in the foothills where you're finding it harder and harder to actually find insurance, he is the place to, or they're the place to go, and he is the individual there to actually call. Group insurance analysts, 303-423-0162, and they would love to help you with whatever you've got going on when it comes to your particular insurance needs. I know I say that a lot, and I kind of sound like a broken record, but literally anything insurance-wise they can help you with, whether it's your home, your auto, your business, or health they can do all of that for you, 303-423-0162. All right, next up, Genesis uh, Home Electric. Genesis 1-3 Electric, I should say. And this is, again, they don't specialize in your business end of things, but they can help you with pretty much any other electrical need that you've got. And if you've got some light-duty electrical stuff that you need to do on your business, yes, they can help you with that as well. Uh, you want to go ahead and run their spot, Charlie? Genesis 1-3 Electric. Again, you can find them at klzradio.com. Genesis 1-3 Electric wants you to save money on your electric bill. One way to do this is with dimmer switches that are affordable, convenient, and less expensive. Newer dimmer switches, even on the highest setting, use about 20% less electricity than a standard switch because they don't ever draw full power, so you'll have a lower cost on your power bill each month. Because of that lower draw and the positive environmental impact, government mandates are making these dimmers a requirement in new construction. You can stay ahead of the game with Genesis 1-3 Electric. Dustin and the crew at Genesis 1-3 are great consultants, and they love building solutions for what you need. The holidays are a busy time for electricians, so reach out to the folks at Genesis today by going to klzradio.com slash light and fill out a short form for KLZ customers to get $100 off two or more dimmer switches. This is Rush to Reason on KLZ 560. All right, we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. We're still kind of working on the phone. Some of you have been able to kind of call in momentarily. Hang tight. We're still doing our best to get that done. But Ryan Walters joining us now, and uh, he is an expert when it comes to education. And uh, Ryan, first of all, welcome to Rush to Reason. Thanks for joining us. I appreciate it very much. Yes, sir. Thank you guys for having me on tonight. I really appreciate it. No, we we are very thankful you're here. Oklahoma State School Superintendent, a former U.S. history teacher. What is going on in the classroom today, Ryan? 
Well, our kids are under attack. You know, the radical left has, uh, you know, targeted our classrooms for the last battle in the war that they're uh, waging against America. And what we've seen is radical leftists have pushed this woke ideology on our kids. You've seen it from this radical gender theory. You've seen it from critical race theory and the attacks on this country, our country's values. We've now seen it even as an attack on your religious beliefs. What they have done is try to strip God, any mention of God from our, from our um, curriculum. They've targeted kids in Oklahoma who prayed in, you know, on their own volition and told them to stop or they're going to sue the district. It's just, the left is absolutely trying to convert all of our kids to being, uh, you know, socialists, and, and that's what we've got to continue to fight back against. Yeah, I call them public indoctrination camps. I think everything you just described would validate my feelings on things, and and fortunately, there's been a lot of folks that have left that system. They've gone to either parochial Christian schools, Catholic schools, homeschooling. Fortunately, they're looking at other alternatives, but beyond that end of things. And that's a whole discussion probably in and of itself, Ryan, as to, you know, do you go an alternate route or do you try to fight back against a system that, by the way, our tax dollars are funding, mine included, even though I don't have kids in school any longer? What do we do, given the fact that we're paying this money in our taxes? In Colorado, about 75% of my property taxes go to fund my local school. Okay, I love how you said that. Number one, you got to have school choice so parents can take their kids out of the schools if they want to. But number two, you don't just say, okay, well, then we're just going to allow the public schools to become, you know, state-sponsored atheism and state-sponsored left-wing activism. So you get school choice so parents have the option. But then what you do is you have to pass laws and rules to say, listen, we're not going to do indoctrination in these schools. You're going to stick to the curriculum. And if you get outside the bounds of the curriculum and push ideology – there are penalties for that. I'm going to tell you what we're doing here in the state of Oklahoma. Two things that are very, very important um, for your listeners to hear that could happen in Colorado tomorrow. You pass these rules, you pass these laws. If teachers, and by the way, these left-wing socialists masquerading as teachers are still going to teach uh, radical gender theory. Yes, they are. Take their licenses away from them. We are doing that in Oklahoma. If you come out and break our laws, we're going to take your license. You're not going to teach anymore. Go do something else. You're not going to radicalize our kids. So that is a real tool that state departments of education should be utilizing. Okay. The the other thing I want to point out, every single public school is accredited through the state department of education. We have absolutely said to schools, if you do critical race theory, if you push gender ideology, we will not accredit you as a public school. You won't exist anymore as a public school if you go down that route. And we have absolutely been able to turn around entire school systems, including the largest in the state, Tulsa Public Schools, into saying, you guys are not going to be accredited any longer if you continue to push this nonsense on our kids. Those are two real weapons mm, interesting. that can be utilized by government to say, listen, if you're not going to obey the law, we are going to hold you accountable. Taxpayers are funding this. We're not going to allow it. Okay, and what you're talking about goes beyond even that school board involvement. We've got to get the right legislators elected, and here in Colorado, we're a deep blue state now, but what you're saying, by the way, I think resonates with a lot of people and, frankly, would be some things to actually run on as a politician whereby, you know, hey, let's get this state back on the direction that it needs to, whether we're red, blue, or otherwise, we want to educate our kids properly. Absolutely, and you mentioned local school boards. Look, hey, we have got to get good folks on those local school boards. We absolutely have to do that. So when you add all these things up, like you said, I'm going to tell you, parents have woken up since COVID. When COVID happened, they did online learning. They saw what was going on in the classroom, and they said never again. And I'm going to tell you, even in a state like Colorado, 
I run into Democrats all the time in Oklahoma that say, hey, look, we're not with you on everything, but I'm going to tell you, get that crap out of our schools. We yep. agree with yeah. you 100% on that. It's a common sense issue that as yep. long as we're willing to fight on it, this is a winner. You can go across the aisle with this issue and I say, agree. hey, Democrats. Are you really for this? It's really the radical left agree. that's pushing this, but they've really controlled a lot of the Democrat Party. No, I, I agree with you on that, and I do think that's one of those areas where we on our side need to be running on some of that and focusing on that because it's a communication uh, piece, I guess you could say, Ryan, that your point to your point a moment ago uh, goes across both parties. It's universal. I, I don't care what par- I don't care what party. You could be an independent. You could be left, right. Doesn't make any difference. Owners like myself, we understand this because Ryan, I want people that can come out and actually fill out a job app properly. I could care less what their feelings are on the wokeness. That's exactly right. I mean, that's what I keep going, guys. Hey, look, here's what I hear from parents. We want math. We want reading. Right. We want science. We want a real understanding of U.S. history in a way that gives kids an appreciation for the founding of this country. What I hear from the left, we want radical gender theory. We want to talk about how you can transition from a boy to a girl. We want to talk about how George Washington was a racist. We want to talk about how this country, how white people are inherently racist. Okay, look, you start bringing these two things out, the pornography that is gender queer, right. that is all these flamer these books are pushing. Look at the contrast between the two. Most people whether they're even a, a Republican or Democrat are going to go, I mean, come on now. Look, do we want a functioning a society, a functioning economy? Well, then come on. We're going to choose the former. We right. want to focus back on the basics. Right. And I, I agree with you 100%. The messaging will win the day it because does. most people are going to have that common sense. Yes. I and, and again, we have got to, on our side, I talk about this a lot, the messaging that we on the right do, which, by the way, at times is pathetic at best, Ryan. We, 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 we try to— and. Please tell me if I'm wrong here. We try to force our beliefs and feelings upon everybody else rather than using real communication, which is you're talking about right now, talking about how what's going on in the school system is affecting every single student, no, no matter what. And school choice is a huge part of that, which, again, uh, school choice builds competition, which public schools need drastically because if they had competition, they'd straighten things up because they wouldn't have a choice. But these are talking points that collectively can bring people together, but we can't bully anybody into thinking our way, can we? No, that's right. I mean, that's where you know Reagan said, you know, let's let's paint in, in, in bold colors, not pale pastels. Let's hey make the argument and make it in a way that you're trying to convince individuals, appeal to their logic, right. appeal to their values, make value statements. Hey, these are what we believe. So this is what we're uh, the policy we're presenting to you. Again, if you treat people that way, you can win them over. The reality is, is we've allowed the left to dominate academia, that's dominate right. our schools, dominate the media. We've got to go in and win an argument, like you said, with logic, with our values and put forth a vision and people respond to that but you got to go win them over with with a valuable uh, way of communicating and, and making an argument in a yeah, way that appeals right. to their logic that's right okay so given all of that and I, i'm sorry i don't have anything in my notes is there some place folks can go to do you have you know, any kind of information websites things like that that we can send people to ryan Yes, sir. So I'm on I'm on uh, Twitter. Ryan Walters on Twitter. If, uh, I, I post quite a bit. I like to stir things up with the with the leftists on Twitter. So okay. Love to have a follow there. And then Ryan Walters for Oklahoma dot com is my website that keeps you updated with everything that we're doing. And boy, I'm telling you, I appreciate it. I appreciate the work you're doing in Colorado. Again, I, I think we've got to get continue to fight 
for our kids, our education system. We've got to take it back from the radical left to give this yep. country an opportunity I to agree. continue to be the greatest country in the world. Well, Ryan, hey, thank you for joining us today, taking time. I appreciate it. And then also being you know kind as far as our phone system and all that goes. I appreciate that as well. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Have a great rest of your evening. Again, that's Ryan Walters, and we'll put those uh, links up in our notes to this particular uh, episode a little bit later tonight. Producer Ann can do that. But I appreciate Ryan and, uh, hey, just being kind and coming on, number one. But number two, you know, given the circumstances here, you know, being flexible with us as well, I appreciate that also. So, again, Ryan Walters for Oklahoma.com or on X. It's at Ryan Walters. Golden Eagle Financial is next. Al Smith wants to help you with your future finances and the planning of and making sure that you get to retirement. He'll hold you accountable along the way as well. 303-744-1128. Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial knows that now is the time to start planning for retirement. The older we get, the faster time seems to pass. Having Al coach you through your retirement plan means you won't waste a second. He will ensure that your retirement accounts respond quickly to changes in the market and changing regulations. Al Smith also knows that the most successful retirees he's helped have come to him long before they retired. Retirement may seem far away, but everything is relative and those days will pass faster with each sunrise. You want to enjoy the best days of your retirement. Travel, give, volunteer, and truly live in your retirement by contacting Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial at klzradio.com slash money today. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. Registered investment advisor, BCM, and Golden Eagle Financial Limited are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. High Five Plumbing is next, folks. Again, make sure that your plumbing is in tip-top condition. If you've got any leaks or problems, drainage, whatever, give them a call and have them out and get that taken care of as well. 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE. Low water pressure can ruin your day, but high water pressure can damage your fixtures and appliances, and High Five Plumbing can help you prevent it. High pressure causes water to flow too powerfully through your pipes. So when it comes to the end of a line, it slams into your fixture or appliance, causing damage that potentially voids the warranty on the appliance or fixture. So if you're hearing banging in your pipes that sounds like this, you may have water pressure that's far too high. There are many factors that can affect water pressure, so High Five installs a device to measure and regulate that pressure, so you're not damaging your toilets, faucets, fridges, or anything else in your home that uses water. For water pressure that's out of control, or even just to find out if it is, call High Five for that at 1-877-WE-HIGH-FIVE, or go to klzradio.com plumbing, and tell them you're a KLZ listener for $50 off your repair. Cub Creek Heating and Air Conditioning. Again, if you've got any kind of furnace problems or you're just looking for an upgrade as a way to save money as well, especially as we get towards the end of the year here, give them a call, 303-656-5467. Firing up your furnace for the first time this season can reveal problems, and Cub Creek Heating and AC wants you to be prepared for the winter. The Ream Heating and Air Certified Pro Partners at Cub Creek know that a bad filter can overheat your furnace, especially when you first turn it on. 
A dirty filter or other components can cause a dusty home, respiratory issues, and the dirt can cause mechanical and electrical elements to fail. Dirty or damaged components can lead to serious failures that turn a $200 fix into a $2,000 one. When you schedule the team at Cub Creek to tune up your furnace, you get a 30-point inspection, including mechanical, electrical, filter changes, pressure checks, and more. And if you become a Cub Creek member, you can save money, and Cub Creek will ensure your system is always ready. Reach out to the passionate HVAC experts at Cub Creek to service your furnace by going to klzradio.com HVAC today. Pop's Garage Door knows that nobody wants the frustration of trying to leave your house only to discover that your garage door won't open. You want a garage door that lasts a lifetime, and Pop's Garage Door is the company who can guarantee that will happen. This is why Pop's uses LiftMaster Garage Doors with a lifetime warranty. The new and improved LiftMaster Garage Door is whisper quiet with built-in brighter LED lights that never need replacing and a camera for your safety and convenience. Pops doesn't want you to hassle with your garage door not working, so they offer the highest quality garage doors. LiftMaster doors also come with a backup battery, a keypad, and sensors to help keep your home safe and secure. These newest features allow you to conveniently open and close your garage door with your cell phone, so no more worrying about deliveries. You want to rely on your garage door for years, so upgrade your garage with a LiftMaster from Pops Garage Door by going to klzradio.com garage. That's klzradio.com garage. Now, back to Rush to Reason, presented by High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five. All right, we are back, and we think we've got the phones back, so Brad is up next. Go ahead, Brad. Yeah, um, granted, I think we all agree George Santos is a character, but with a slim majority of 222 to 213, I really don't think now was the time to expel George Santos. Uh, we don't go out for Swalwell, we don't go out for Schiff, we don't go out for Omar, but lo and behold, these Republicans love to attack another Republican. And the sad part is, George Santos has an extremely conservative voting record, the most conservative about all the New York Republicans, and uh, common sense will tell everybody, 435 members of Congress. Yeah, no, I, and that, that's one where, Brad, I, I'll, I'll have to agree with you on this. As much as I don't care for the guy for all of the reasons, and we could get into that, which we don't need to, now, I, I'm with you, now there's a time and a place for everything, and this isn't the time or the place. I, I, I agree. And, uh, and, and by the way, I don't even know where this came from and why. Well, I think it has something to do with the New York Republicans, Nick LaLota, uh, Mike Lawler, and uh, Brandon Williams. And uh, Santos says he's going to expose the dirt on him, and, and he's actually doing that. Uh, evidently, Nicole Malakotokas, if I pronounce the name right, was involved in some sort of uh, inside trading, inside uh, trader stock deal. And uh, it wasn't Santos that published it. Somebody sent it to him, so evidently... People are so upset over this that they're uh, sending Santos information. And I looked at Nicole's uh, Twitter feed. She had like four positive comments, three so-so, and like 100 negative comments. The same for Nick LaLota, I believe. You look at Santos' feed, he has a 95% approval rating. So I wonder uh, what was really going on here. When I called up uh, Nicole's office this morning, 
they let me talk for a minute, but when I started asking about the inside, insider trading, they immediately hung up on me, and now Santos is actually spilling the beans, and he's going to go on Laura Loomer. Now, if I was a member of Congress and I had something to hide and I realized I'd made a mistake, the last person I want going after me is Laura Loomer. So uh, this is going to get mm. extremely interesting. And yeah. uh, if they want people to go door-to-door, donate, and stuff envelopes, this is going to discourage the base. Yeah, it's not going to help. No, and, and I would agree with you 100% on that. You're not going to build any kind of united force going into 2024 doing this nonsense. So why didn't they just tell Santos, George, just finish out your term? Or That's what you should have done. Have a closed meeting. Say, this is how we're going to play this out. This is how this is going to work. You're just not going to run again, but we're going to let things lie, let you finish things out, and away we go. That's what they should have done. Or they could have told George just to go ahead, just to go ahead and pay a fine because uh, – he, I don't think he did anything really any different than any other member of Congress did. Uh, he told a few fibs, and then the worst part is, guess who's coming to uh, Santos' defense is John Fetterman. Did you see, hear about that? <sighs> I did not see that, no. Yeah, yeah, no, John Fetterman oh, my was word. on The View, and he said there's people done far worse things than George Soros. Well, and, he's, and you know what? I don't agree with Fetterman very often, but I, you know what? He's, he's correct. I agree. Do you think uh, Fetterman might be the next... Uh, Joe Manchin, because every now and then when the I Democrats need him the most, he uh, kind of... Now, the problem with Fetterman down. is, and, and I, I don't know the, the man's health conditions at this point, but my fear with Fetterman is just health-wise, is he really all there, Brad? Well, he looked, he looked a lot better when, I, when he was on the Yeah, field. maybe so then. I, again, I don't know. And, and again, there's all sorts of conspiracies around, you know, is it the real Fetterman? Is it is some sort of a double, blah, blah, blah. I, again, I don't buy into any of that, Brad. I, I you know... Yeah. I have no idea. Will he become, you know, the next Joe Manchin? I, you know what? I honestly, Brad, I don't know. I, that one I can't answer. I have no he, idea. He's to, he's uh, pulled a couple of fast ones on the Democrats lately, and uh, then then he says they should go after Rob Mendendez. But uh, why would they? And I call up these various members of Congress. Uh, Mike Lawler, uh, he voted for the new FBI headquarters. He voted to keep the kill switches in the car going against Thomas Massey. Right. L- Santos is voting the right way. Uh, like I said, the guy's a character, but now's not the time to get. No, rid I of agree him. with you. And, and, and again, if you look at the voting record, and I can't argue with you on that one, even though he's a he's kind of a, a goofball, I guess you could say. If you look at the voting record, there's nothing wrong with that. Again, th- bottom line, even if his voting record wasn't stellar, Brad, which it is, uh, this is not the time or the place for this. Period. Period. Well, I agree, and it's. I mean, we already have had enough nonsense that has gone on in the Speaker of the House end of things, just move on. Let's forget it. Concentrate on winning elections in 2024 and move on, period. Oh, I agree. And it, it, even, it wasn't even the voters of Georgia's district they are upset. It's like Ken Buck. He's from the 4th District of Colorado. What business does he have going into the 3rd District of New York and tell him who or who he can doesn't. can't represent yeah, him? And again, and as you know, he's, of course, keep this in mind when it comes to Ken Buck. He's looking at his after-political career and what's he going to be doing. So that's what he's vying for, Brad. And I, I won't mince any words when it comes to Ken Buck. Huge, huge, huge disappointment. Who, who, do, you, who do you support uh, to replace uh, Ken Buck? I have no uh, idea. There's so many names that have gotten thrown into the pot right now, I have no idea. Yeah, so... Uh, y- I mean, what is, is there, what, four or five names now, Brad? Am I right in that? I've, I've heard of three, but that's about all I know. Okay. Flora Holtruff, and uh, there's some uh, guy, I can't pronounce his last name, but I found a last week at a Republican uh, men's club meeting uh, that uh, Holtruff 
was opposed to going back to closed primary. So I'm not a fan of him. I was supporting him, but after that, uh, I don't think I could support him. Yeah, and that's you and I. You and I will have to differ on that one because that would not be a deal breaker for me. Because a close primary for us at this point, given that that was a statewide vote, bad move on our part, dumb move on our part. We're alienating voters by doing that. Dumb on our part. And we need as many of those middle-of-the-road voters that, by the way, Brad voted for the open primary that we have now. Not that I agree with the open primary, but to go the other direction is just political suicide in this state. It's dumb to do that. Dumb. Quit talking about it. It's dumb. Yeah, I see. So I would agree with him on in that particular case. That doesn't bother me one bit that he's in opposition to it because I am as well. Because marketing-wise, marketability-wise for us as a party, dumb move to go that way. Dumb. Yeah, but wouldn't it be better just to have the Republicans pick our own candidates and the Democrats pick their candidates? Yeah, but that's in an ideal world, Brad, where we didn't have a statewide vote where the majority of independents voted to go the direction it is now. You can't alienate that group of voters, and that would. But, but ever since we've gone to an open primary, we've done, we've done nothing but lose. So Brad, we would have done that without the open primary because we can't win if our life depended on it. We can't run good candidates, get behind them, back them, and then figure out how to message correctly. That's on us, not the open primary. I'm sorry. That is not an open primary problem. Uh, yeah, that, that is a fair point, and we had a lot of liberals moving from out of state, so I don't think... Oh, it's, yeah, I mean, you, you add that into it, but it, just like I talked with our, with our last guest, Brad, on the whole school end of things, you know, we as a party, have got to figure out how to collectively bring people to our side, not with a bully pulpit like Christians of old used to do and the old you know, hellfire and brimstone preachers used to do, which, by the way, is what our party has now become in a lot of ways, Brad. The liberty movement in Colorado is very much that hellfire and brimstone preacher. That wins no one over. Yeah, that, that is a fair point. So uh, what do you think these Republicans were thinking when they decided to go out for Santos because— uh, you think you think they just didn't get along, and they let the personalities get the better half of them, or I, I, you have to wonder: is it that, or does this dovetail back into the whole speaker thing? And is it just more people on a witch hunt? I don't know, Brad. I can't answer that. I don't know. Well, that's what Steve Bannon was thinking: that Kevin McCarthy's mad; he's no longer speaker, and he's he was behind this because he wants to make Mike Johnson's job even more difficult. I, and I don't know. Again, that's a pretty high conspiracy. I don't know that I would go that far. I mean, I don't think that McCarthy has that much disdain for the party to screw it up by doing so. I would really be hard-pressed to buy into that. And, and I think, by the way, that McCarthy looks at, at Johnson very much the same way he did his own job, saying to everybody, listen, guys, we don't have a supermajority. We don't have the ability to pass the things that you guys all think we need to pass. And by the way, your new guy hasn't done much more than I was doing anyways. There you go. Oh, I agree. I'm, I'm- I'm really not that impressed with Mike Johnson because McCarthy's CR was 45 days, Johnson's was 75 days, and they say Johnson might want to extend that 702. And uh, I'm here to tell you my prediction, and I said this kind of early on, and I think this is where a lot of Republicans get all sideways, is they look at a person and their faith— and they base their entire ability to vote for that person based on that alone, not the track record or what they think they can get done politically. And I'm not saying faith isn't important, Brad, because to me it is, but it's not the only thing you should look at. Yeah, and a lot of it's single issues. For a while I was infuriated with Massey but for supporting Kevin McCarthy in that CR, but at a certain point I realized Thomas Massey's 99.9% good, 
You know what, Brad? If we can get them to be 80% good, I'll take the other 20 and, and not worry about it because I'd, I'd be happy just to get to 80% with some of these guys. Well, I was checking the voting records of some of these people that uh, voted to expel George Santos, and they're in the 60s and 70s, and they vote to expel a guy who's in the 90s. There and, uh, you go. That goes along with what I just said a moment ago. Well, how, how, how nervous do you think some of these Republicans are now that Santos has fallen through on his claim to uh, expose the dirt on him and if he goes on Laura Loomer, uh, that's well. It goes back to even the whole Dick Durbin thing I talked about earlier, where he doesn't want to release where the you know the Epstein logs. It's no different. It's the same situation. What are these guys thinking, Brad? I mean, here's the real question: How much dirt is on all of these guys that they don't want exposed? I agree. So if uh, if I if I was Mike Lawler, or Nick Lalote, or uh, Brandon Williams, and I was mad at George Soros, I wouldn't vote to uh, expel him because he's they've probably done something. Now Santos is exposing the dirt on them. So why would they, uh, yeah. what were they thinking of, if I go after George, he's going to come after me. Do they just think they can get away with it, or or they didn't think, period? Uh, you know what, there's times, Brad, I wonder, do they really think at all? I, I'm serious about that. I mean, that, that goes all the way down even to our state level here. Do we really sit? And really contemplate all of the, you know, cause and and reactions to what happens when something is done. Do we really sit down and think think through all of that? Or are we just going to be dogmatic and move on no matter what? Come hell or high water, we're going to do this. And a lot of times these Republicans, they they love to pull a fast one on people and only tell half the story. Now this, uh, I've been watching this voting record of this Monica De La Cruz down in uh, Texas, and she's uh, turned out to be quite the disappointment, too. She's had a number of bad votes, yeah. and and but then she turns around and says she supports Trump, but she doesn't. She keeps her uh, um, voting record quiet, and a lot. So you got to yeah. watch what they say, watch what they do, and not what they say. Brian Kemp says he's still going to support Trump, but during the special session, he won't let him investigate Fannie Willis. So a lot of these uh, Republicans love to have it, love to have it both ways. Um. The yep. Yeah, I can't argue that one. That's exactly what they want, and they and they don't think we're they don't think we're paying attention. Um, and we are, and on top of that, and, and kind of a side note, Brad. But if we don't get some of this stuff figured out, some of the things even you and I are discussing right now, whether it's locally or nationally, we're, we're going to really have we're going to have a really hard time in twenty twenty four. Not only having some sort of a uh, a majority in the House, but trying to get anything done Senate-wise and then the presidency itself. If we don't get our act together, I'm not sure we win the House back. Well, yeah, and they... That's my fear. And I think people should always vote, but in addition to that, they should either go door-to-door, stuff envelopes, make phone calls, or at least donate, but nobody's going to have any incentive to go door-to-door to stuff envelopes or donate if all that happens is they go and campaign, say, for George, Sor- or George Santos, and then... People expel them. They're going to say, well, why should I waste my time uh, getting involved if all you're going to do is expel the person I voted for? And Santos was not given trial. He was not convicted. So now they've set precedent. So who are they going to go after next? Good question. Good Again, I, I, Brad, this really, the, I'm dead serious. It's the fear that I've got moving into next year is, you know, what is our plan? Do we have a plan? How are we going to execute the plan? And I did not get a chance to watch the Newsom-DeSantis debate, but from what 
I've been told, and Charlie and I were having a conversation on this through some of the breaks, uh, Brad, from what I understand, Newsom didn't do all that well, and he's liable to be a key player in the 2024 you know, end of things. I think he will be, and he didn't do so well. So my point is, I think we have an opportunity to do really well and gain some things, including the White House, but w- what are we doing as a party right now? Well, I agree. Now, some people are thinking that Trump will win the presidency in 24, but we'll lose the House and the Senate. Uh, and that's all opinion. I mean, yeah. And, and, I, and here's what I would say on that too early to tell anything prediction wise. There's not, you know, it's not a, a year out. Of course, it's about 10 months out, but a lot will happen in those 10 months. And by the way, I hope whoever said that is wrong. Uh, myself as well. And then, uh, another thing we got to worry about is if right now, we, there's no guarantee that we're going to win that special election in New York. So that could be it could now become 221 to 214, mm-hmm. and the rumors are McCarthy and Johnson might resign before the end of the term, and they were saying, say if there's a tragedy or someone unfortunately passes away, the Republicans could lose the majority before next November. Let's hope that doesn't happen as well. That would be, oh, a, that would be a tragedy. I agree, but that, that was the... the Only thing thinking. keeping things in check right now from a bunch of stuff running away is, is exactly the way it is right now. And now the Santos guy might be on folk hero status because, uh, like I said, I, I've read I read his uh, new Twitter following. He's got like a ninety five ninety five percent of the people were agreeing with him. No, that's not a bad thing. So, yeah, but it's not good for the Republican Party. No, it is not. With, and now they'll be fighting because the people who like Santos as compared to people who wanted to get rid of him. Again, well, and, and really bad. All, everything you're talking about, and, and I will say this, and I've said this. Ronda McDaniel needs to go. We need new leadership. We need new party leadership. Without it, we're doomed. Who would you? Who would you? If it was up to you, who would you pick? Harmeet or Scott? Scott Pressler? Um, or maybe the two of them working together. I, my and you've heard my my feelings with Scott, and I like Scott really well. I've interviewed Scott in the past. I, I just don't. I think there's too many hardcore conservatives that wouldn't follow him. I don't think he's our choice. But he and did, I like him. And he's doing more to. I mean, I've met him a couple of times. I've been involved. Nice, in a great guy. Up. No, no, Brad. I've interviewed him, you know, multiple times on air. I, I have no issues personally. I just think in a widespread, uh, you know, what you have to really ask is, could he bring enough people in that aren't here because of who he is versus those that he may turn off? Yeah, I, I've heard people say that exact same thing at the meetings. They're, they're a little bit too worried too worried about what he does in his personal life. Co- correct, than- and I, I don't know how that would affect his leadership. Well, it would affect his leadership, and the question you'd have to ask is, because of that, would he bring more in than he excludes? And I don't have that answer. I don't know, Brad. Well, how about, if, how about Harmeet? I mean, I want somebody that's going to bring all in and not exclude anyone. That's my problem with Scott. I don't know him well enough to comment on that one. I don't know, Brad. I can't answer that one. No, he's real friendly and real personable. He'll, he'll, you can have a nice conversation with him and... Uh, what about Harmeet Dillon? Yeah, again, what I meant is I don't know him that well. I can't answer that. I've never interviewed him. I haven't talked to him like I have Scott. I don't know. How about Harmeet, the woman? I don't know. I, I, yeah, I, I can't. Again, I have, not, I have not talked to her either. Either one of them I've not, I've not talked to. And Scott's the only one I've actually had any personal interactions with. So it doesn't look good for us in the long term in this uh, George Santos deal 
that just makes it even worse. I, I agree. With that, Brad, I'll leave it at that. Thank you, by the way, for the phone call. I appreciate it and shows our phones are now working. I've got one more segment left after this. If somebody wants to call in, feel free. 303-477-5600. Flesh Law is next. He is on your side. He'll represent you civilly or criminally. That's Kevin Flesh. 303-806-8886. Get relief from Flesh and Beck Law. You just got in an accident, so you call the police. You make sure you get a thorough record of the scene. But after the initial adrenaline wears off, your mind starts to swirl with all the things you need to do. Insurance claims, car repairs, doctor visits, medical bills, on top of the physical pain you're in. Flesh and Beck will give you relief from the financial stress so that you can focus on healing. Call Flesh and Beck immediately after your accident for a free consultation. Then you can rest while they talk to your insurance company. Personal injury attorney Kevin Flesh will relieve your burden of financial worries. All you need to do is to call him right now at 303-806-8886. Call Kevin Flesh immediately after the accident and get relief from the financial stress of an injury. Flesh and Beck Law. They get results. Is solar right for you? Find out. Call Alan Davis today, Level Engineering, 303-378-7537. Alan Davis knows that you value your energy independence. He also knows that you would want to own your personal power production facility if you could. That can happen today with solar panels and a battery system if you need it from Level Engineering. There's great pride in ownership and knowing that no one else can cut off your electricity and keep you from achieving complete energy freedom. KLZ listeners have taken these brave steps working with Allen. The typical benefits include no increase ever in your power bill, no additional bill due to the smart meter the power company has installed, and great savings on your power bill. Usually, only about 25 to 35% of the amount you were going to pay the power company. Most everyone who now has solar is thrilled that they got it, just like some of our KLZ listeners. They love the freedom from the power company that it gives them, and they love the huge tax credit, too. Call Alan Davis for a no-obligation quote. Call 303-378-7537. That's 303-378-7537. All right, if you have any HSA or FSA money left in your account, Dr. Scott Faulkner can help you with all of that. He'll, he's able to take that and do wonderful things with it, by the way. He's a great doctor, 303-663-6990. Are you looking for a healthcare provider who truly cares about you and your well-being? Look no further than Castle Rock Cryo, IV and Integrative Healthcare, where Dr. Scott Faulkner is ready to provide you with top-notch care. Colorado raised since 1968, Dr. Scott is a board-certified internal medicine specialist, bringing decades of experience and expertise to the table. At Castle Rock Cryo, IV, and Integrative Healthcare, you'll experience a competent, friendly, and efficient staff that puts your comfort and care first. Dr. Scott is a true advocate of the latest advancements in healthcare. That's why he only uses umbilical-derived stem cells, which have been clinically proven to be the most potent stem cells available. Tired of waiting weeks for an appointment? Unlike other practices, Dr. Scott has the remarkable ability to see you in a matter of days. Don't wait any longer. Call Castle Rock Cryo IV and Integrative Healthcare at 303-663-6990 to schedule your appointment with Dr. Scott Faulkner today. The good news for seniors on Medicare is that you have more options today than ever before. The challenge is that all of these new options can be very confusing and making the wrong choice can cost you thousands of dollars more out of your pocket. Call Paul Lenigro at GIA Insurance 
and his team of Medicare specialists will help you find the right plan for your needs. Call 303-423-0162, extension 100, or go online to e-gia.com. This isn't Rage Radio. This is real, relatable radio. Back to Rush to Reason. And we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. And to get dovetail in, i got a few minutes here to dovetail into what Brad was saying when it comes to just our party and where are we headed and what are we doing and who would make a good GOP you know, national chair. And here's our problem. I, I don't have a name. That, in and of itself, in my opinion, is a problem. Now, it's not because... I'm not in the know, and it's not that I don't know everybody and so on. Just I can't think of a prominent national person that I feel would either, A, take the job, or B, would be a good fit for that job. That in and of itself, for us as a party, is a problem, by the way. And we need to correct that as soon as possible. The other thing that we've got to do, my wife and I were talking about this when we were, when we were gone on vacation. The one thing that our party, somehow, some way has got to stop doing, especially here in Colorado. We demand people think like us. We can't do that. That's the problem that the moral majority had back in the day. They demanded everybody think like them as well. Well, look where that ended. It didn't. It ended. The movement ended. People don't like to be told what to do. Now, can you convince them? Show them, sell them on what they need to do? Absolutely you can. But any time you lord over and just demand somebody do something a certain way, it it doesn't end well. And I hate to say this, but in Colorado especially, we have a party that's being run, by the way, of demanders and not salesmen. We, we literally right now, in a way, sort of have a little mini dictatorship going on inside of the state GOP and not salesmanship. I haven't been sold on anything from the state GOP. I see a lot of demands. I see a lot of, we have to do this, we have to do that, you have to do this, you have to do that. But I don't see any salesmanship. Until we start learning how to sell from our side of the aisle, we're doomed. And, and we don't sell, folks. We don't sell at all. And I don't want to sound super spiritual here because I know that's not what this show and this station even is all about. You hear the stand, though, and you know our background and where we come from. But I will tell you that if we as a party don't start doing the things that Jesus Christ did when he was here on earth, which, by the way, he was a salesperson, not a demander, and being that he was the son of God, which we're going to celebrate his birthday here in just three weeks or so, three weeks from today, actually. If, if he came to earth and demanded everybody do what he wanted, he wouldn't have been the savior of the world. But he came and sold people on what salvation really was and what he was going to do for them. He didn't demand anything. Now, did he throw money changers out of the temple? Absolutely. Did he get mad at certain times? Absolutely. Did he tell people to turn away from their sin, you know, sin no more, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Yes, 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 he did. But did he do it in a way to where they wanted to follow him? Now, I get it. At the end, they crucified him. I get that. That's the way the story was to unfold. That's, that's a whole different conversation than what I'm talking about. But especially early on in his ministry— and by the way, what he ended up doing was upsetting those that were the powers that be. It wasn't the regular 
Joe on the street that he upset. It was the powers that be that he upset. The, the power of, you know, the balance of power is what he upset. It's a whole other conversation for another day. Bottom line, he did it by convincing and selling people on what they needed to do, not demanding what they needed to do. We as a party, if we don't get rid of this demand aspect of what we do as a party, we're not winning another election, folks. We have got to convince people and sell them on our way, not demand them to be our way. Veteran windows and doors. Again, where, where Dave really shines, by the way, is he doesn't demand anything. He'll come out, look at your windows and doors, your front door especially, tell you exactly what you need to do, give you options. And if you want to call somebody else for second opinion, he'll tell you exactly how to do that as well. Find Dave at klzradio.com. Veteran windows and doors won't pressure you to sign on the dotted line today to get, quote, the best prices. Owner Dave Bancroft wants you to take your time in making the right choice for your home and believes educating you, the customer, is the number one priority. Other companies just want to pressure you into a sale right now. Dave has seen homeowners with buyer's remorse after working with other high-pressure salesmen. Dave knows all the pitches and sales gimmicks out there. Dave respects you as a homeowner, so he will never pressure you. Veteran Windows and Doors is so confident in their top quality windows and expert installation process, they want you to get three competing bids. Veteran is not afraid to be compared to other companies because they want to do right by you. Don't get pressured into buying windows before you are ready. Work with Veteran Windows and Doors by going to klzradio.com window today. All right, KNR Home Transitions. And again, don't forget, they've got the ability to help you with their re-up program for a house that maybe needs some remodeling. They can do that and get you more money at closing by doing that. And they've got a full program on how to do that. Find them at klzradio.com. You're worried about your parents living in that house as they get older. So now you really need Catherine and Robin of KNR Home Transitions by your side. Cat and Robin are passionate about helping adult children and their parents as they both had to painfully go through the process with their own parents. Cat and Robin can assist you as much or as little as you need, and they will partner with you to sell the house for the highest price possible in the shortest time. Whether it's estate sales, open houses, cleaning and decluttering, photos and marketing, probate and paperwork, or transitioning to living in a multi-generational home, whew, that's way too much work for one person. Cat and Robin are senior real estate specialists, certified living in place professionals, chartered advisors for senior living, and certified home stagers among their many certifications. Visit klzradio.com home to see their work and schedule a no strings attached free consultation with Cat and Robin. Suck it up, buttercup. Back to Rush to Reason. All right, that's it for today, by the way, folks. Have a great rest of your evening. Andy and I will be back tomorrow. We're going to talk about inflation, among various other things as well, including some of our last conversation on top of that. But have a great night. Don't forget the first hour replays next between 6 and 7 p.m. Have a great evening. This is Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560.